Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Can you believe it? It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. Fires. Swing and a miss. Frank Williams over. The Red Sox have won the world championship. Tune in to the newest show presented by Clovercrest Media. It's Obi's Backstop Podcast. Catch it twice a week, every Red Sox series finale on your favorite podcast platform. On tonight's show, Frank and special guest Liam Lee are talking about the skyrocketing rental car prices all across the country. Juneteenth and how people will now celebrate and Pride Month. All that and more right now. Live from the beautiful Clearwater, Florida, it's time for Speaking It Real. Hey, it's Speaking It Real Wednesday edition. Brought to you by CMG Podcast, Clovercrest Media Group. Today, I actually have a special guest with me by the name of Liam Lin. He had Lee. He has his own talk, his his own podcast, which is called Talks with with, with Liam. Um, hey, we're gonna bring him on. Well, there he is. Hello, family and friends. Welcome to another Talks with Limley. Actually, this is the Speaking It Real edition. But uh, yeah, I have a podcast that's on YouTube, Spotify, and all the other platforms um, that's released about once a week. So everybody come join and uh, take a listen to the things that, that we go across. It's usually about people's careers um, and their paths and their journeys. Perfect, perfect. Hey, you uh, you just killed my, my first question towards you, man. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. in your intro, hey. This, it's free, but you know what? It's great. You, you beat me to the punch. You know what? That's great. That's fine and dandy. Oh, no issues there. Hey, it's live. So, you know. So, anyway, so um, just a little bit. I, you know, we met pretty much in one of these podcast groups that we're a part of. Um, I asked for guests. People come up, people don't, you know, in this case, um, I'll, I'll do yours soon enough, you know, whether we do it tonight or another night, you know. Yeah. So normally I have a co-host with me, his name is Carlos. He's mm-hmm. with us on Friday nights. Right now he hasn't been able to transition into into Wednesday nights yet. I mean, we, we were normally doing Fridays, but obviously now with the pandemic, everything is just opening up after the pandemic you know i mean i at least i mean miami pretty much never really closed down we had curfews Mm -hmm. you know but you know pandemic kept everybody at home still so now that everything's opened up fridays are not the best days so we're moving over to wednesday so until my partner carlos can't get in Uh, i think we lost how it happened no we're still here i got you connection no no i i hear you liam okay Oh, yeah, yeah, please don't lose connection. Uh, okay, so so normally my show, I also have a co-host too, but he's out He's out doing another job right now. Um, so hopefully he could join us maybe in 30 minutes or less. And um, I, that, so I don't know if, if you want me to add on. The reason why I actually reached out to you is, so I mean, all the, the podcast groups, as, as, we go, as you go through and look at all the groups and all the people, 
Um, I kind of, you know, you look at their profile, you watch a little bit of their po- their podcast, and you get a feeling if if it's something that you would resonate with or if you would get along with that person. Some of the podcasts, I feel like they they kind of focus only on one topic. And the thing that I really try to resonate with is people that I feel like they bring different perspectives, whether mm-hmm. it, it could be things I don't agree with, but as long as they have some logic that I, I feel like I could talk to them, they have an openness. And that was one of the reasons why I reached out to you. Well, yeah, well, the thing is, the, the thing with, with speaking it real, Carlos and I started it. We, Carlos and I are, are on two totally different sides of, of the spectrum, politically speaking. You know, I've known Carlos since we've been about maybe 12 years old. So we have a long history of friendship. And within all the political changes and society and everything else, you know, we we are two different sides. But what we want to show the audience and we want to show everybody involved is that, hey, look, regardless if you're on two different sides, you can still talk about it without having the insults, without, you know, you know, you're going to have the back and forth. That's not a problem. I, I could sit here. I could have a back and forth with you. I could raise my voice. You could raise your voice a little bit. But at the end of the day, when the conversation's over, conversation's over. I, I'm not going to sit here and and disrespect you. You know, I, I, if I'm friends with you, I'm not going to unfriend you just because, you know, we don't agree. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's you know, that's... That's not the way that life should be in general. Just because we're on two different sides politically doesn't mean that I have to go ahead and not be a friend. Yep, yep. I think I'm more probably center left and then my co-host is probably more center right. So we disagree on certain things. One thing that we're working on a new podcast and uh, the topic is Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Are they good for the world? Um, So I'm center left where I'm kind of saying, well, I don't think Amazon's doing the right things for its employees and maybe certain aspects of the economy with you if it, it would, it's a big thing to get into but i'll just try to say uh you know corrupt lobbyists and uh amazon buying their way through with the government buying the way that they want it so but he's on the center right where he's saying well you know if you have money to pay for that then legally you you're allowed to it's lawful and so i take right. the left side where i'm i don't agree with that so right well i mean like me in general i am pretty much down the middle, you know, I, I, I could go right, I could go left, you know, depending on, on what we're talking about, you know, so to me, like I said, I'm down the middle, Carlos is on the right, mm, there okay. is no middle, there's no left with him, mm. so, you know, when there's conversations we have where I'm like, yeah, you know what, you're absolutely right, there's mm. somewhere I'm like, hey, no, you're wrong, this is where I see you're wrong, you know, and and obviously, on the ones that I see that he's wrong, it's because I'm leaning left. Yeah. You know? But, you know, going on to how we met, you know, was in a podcast group. The, 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 funny, thing, the funny thing about this is that I was, I was on the group. I was on one of the groups. I, I, I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was pretty much the post. Oh, my mouse. I lost my cursor there. You know, so the post read, I'm seeking a internet station podcast wherever to host my one-hour show called Joe's Rock and Roll Power Hour. I'm not a DJ. I'm a broadcaster. The format's hard rock blues. I hope you people understand what I want. Well, you know what? At the time when I first read it, I didn't Mm -hmm. understand. 
I I read it too quickly and my mind didn't really, you know, just get it through, you know. So yeah. So I my reply to this guy was DM me. I don't understand what you want. Can you and read that, the uh, Can you read the uh, title? Or is, uh, the um, his his well, posting is that, is that on the spreadsheet? Yeah, yeah, it's on the spreadsheet. That's um, go into podcast or ask for help and insult people. Okay. So his um his he starts. He's pretty much my response from him was if you don't understand what can I tell you? You don't even say who you are and what you do, which is very stupid of you. I took offense to that because I feel that number one, I don't know you, you know, and I'm not going to really introduce myself to you live publicly, publicly, you know, so or tell you much about me. And then for you to turn around and be like, Hey, you're stupid. Mm. That's not the way to start something off. That's very childish. Well, right. You know, it, it was, and you know, there, there was a lot of people that chimed into that, you know, and, I feel that I, after, like this morning I woke up, I reread everything, I looked at everything, and I kind of understood him, you know, like, hey, you know what, you know, he, he's asking for help, people are replying, I replied, he, he was, I'm getting the feeling that he was kind of insulted because I didn't introduce myself to him. Hmm. Okay, well... I kind of understand because, I mean, face-to-face, if I meet you face-to-face, I say, hey, I'm Frank, nice to meet you. Maybe that's what he felt, you know? So what I did this morning, I sent him a text uh, or actually a DM through Facebook Messenger. Hey, my name is Frank. I'm the host of Speaking It Real, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? We got along just fine. It was one of those where I put, hey, let's take two. Let's, let's do a mm. do-over. Yeah. You know, because I was I, I decided to be the bigger person. Be like, hey, let's do this. But now I think that if he's asking for help, if you start insulting people like that, oh, yeah. you're kind of in the wrong. You know, yeah. because the guy got a lot of crap for it. You know? My dog's broken. What do you want? <laughs> my dog's not used to my dog's not used to Wednesday nights yet. Uh. You know, yeah. So you know, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Okay, you gotta go. Go back upstairs. So you know, I think that's not the way to ask for help. Yeah. And 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 I hope he's listening because I I told him, hey, catch up on my show. I'm I'm gonna talk about you because you know what? A lot of the stuff that I that I talk about on speaking the real is. Hold on, I'm sorry about that. Oh, go outside. Go. So uh, a lot of stuff that we talk about here is, you know, besides the politics, besides social events, it's stuff that go on in our everyday lives. Mm. So you get a, a different aspect from it. So that was that. It is what it is. Yeah. And Joe, well, I, hope least, I mean, you were the big, you were the bigger man. You came up the next day and you messaged him and you, you said, hey, uh, you, you closed it up, really. You said, hey, if there was a misunderstanding to some extent, right? I mean, you, you oh. gave that option, so. Correct, correct. I, I 
I, I try to give that option just for the simple fact that, you know what, I don't need to sit here and argue with anybody, especially over, mm-hmm. you know, especially over a freaking podcast post. Yeah, yeah, agreed, man. You know, I, I, I don't agree with that. I, it's we all live our lives. We all have our things to do. Yep. You know. So at the end of the day, I mean, just because we don't get along, it's funny, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, for someone to go insulting somebody for no apparent reason mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Agreed. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny, and I'm going to go a little bit off the script a second. Um, I get um, a Facebook notification, right, of a friend request. And again, I'm part of the the CMG podcast network. All right, so I do another podcast called the HHW Wrestling Show, or it's okay. a hard hitting wrestling show. Mm-hmm. That's also part of the CMG network. So there's a lot of times where they share stuff. I mean, I share, you know, I sh- I share that show with you know, a bunch of wrestling groups that I'm part of on Facebook because, you know, we got to get our viewership up. So, and I get them, um, I get a Facebook request and I'm very iffy about requests because I live my life. I'm very personal with my life. I don't post much of my life and I don't need people to see my life much. You know, you're going to see whatever I want you to see, whatever I don't want you to see, you're not going to see. Okay. You know, so I get a request from a guy named Joseph Joe. So I sent him a message. From a JoJo? <laughs> Pretty much. You know, and, and the and the thing is is that I'm here thinking Joseph Joe and I'm and I'm here thinking, okay, CMG. Why? Because then you know the name of the owner of CMG is called is 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 Joseph Aguilar. I hope I, I hope I pronounced his last name right. Yeah. So but we call him Joe. Okay. So I see Joseph Joe and I think it's Tim. Okay. So yeah. I, I send a message and I'm like, do I know you? Mm-hmm. Then this guy replies to me, this is the big dog, Roman Reigns. The uh, wrestler? Okay, the wrestler? The wrestler, yeah, the wrestler. Okay, okay. Right? I'm like, yeah, okay. The guy sends me a picture of the guy's fucking, of the guy's driver's license. And I'm like, oh, okay. So why are you sending me this? Okay. It's obviously a scammer. Yeah, hands yeah, down. Almost, almost you know, what seems like 99% of Facebook uh, friends <laughs> when they send a request. <laughs> I get so many spams. So. Oh no, definitely. It's 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 crazy. The you know. Oh, you see, uh, you butchered the last <laughs> name. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I killed Joe. <laughs> Listen, I butcher everybody's name. There's nothing I can do about that. I just, I, I butcher everybody's names. It doesn't matter. So, but this guy comes back and is like, how are you? And I'm like, how can I help you? And he goes, I'm texting on my dad's phone. Do you really think I'm going to believe that Roman Reigns is yeah. texting on his dad's phone? Okay. I'm not as stupid as, you know, as he looks. <laughs> you know, I said, like, "Come on, guy." But yeah, I kind of thought I 
I'll, I'll go over that one real quick. Kind of more of those. <laughs> Did you get to the bottom of who that was? Was, was no, no. I did, this is this is actually going on right now. It's oh. stuff that's <laughs> gone on within the past twenty minutes. You know, so it's oh. like, okay, why, why, why am I getting this? Hmm. You know, let's see. What should I repent? I'm texting on my dad's phone. Okay. Well, isn't Roman Reigns? Shouldn't he be a millionaire so he wouldn't be texting on his? Uh, uh, exactly <laughs> exactly i mean come on you know you're a millionaire you you're gonna tell me you need you need your dad's phone yeah i should be like where is your phone just for shit and giggles you know look and the guy's answering right back <laughs> oh this is great you look sweet what yeah can you text can you text my number this is this is funny. Can you text my number? Sure. Sure. What's your number? He has a number. I'm not gonna text you. You're crazy. That's when they get my phone number. Yeah, yeah. Message me now before my dad's wakes. You look beautiful and you're a dumbass. <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny that he's that I'm being told this. Because it's going to bring us right back into. Oh, you want to see the text? Sure, I'll show you the text. Hold on. Here, let me show you the screen with you guys. This is freaking funny, funny, funny. So here it is, right? Yeah. You know? Is it, you see, do I know you? Hold on, let me see if I maybe make this, make this bigger. Um, Zach, can you make it bigger or no? Is there a way? Oh, I found. I think I found it. Hold on. Yeah, here it is. All right, I think that you guys might be able to see it bigger. Yeah. So, do I know you? This is the big dog Roman Reigns. Yeah. Okay. You see, this is where they have the guy's license. Mm, yeah. Sends me pictures. How are you? Yeah. Okay. Da -da -da. Da -da -da. See, there's a phone number that they sent me, which yeah, it's yeah. 531 is, is an area code for Florida. Mm -hmm. Message me now before my dad, before my dad's wake. You look beautiful. So this spam bot type of thing knows that you work in the wrestling industry or you, you do the radio station? I guess so. I guess it's all a post that that i that i did somewhere you know so let's see i'm gonna say thank you but i prefer women have a good day have a good day let's be nice to someone you know so anyways so this is gonna bring us right into Hey, there's a co-host. Frank, hi. How you doing? Hey, hi, how are you doing? Doing great. That's great. That's I'm great. Just jumping right in the middle here. Hey, you know what? That's perfect. I mean, we <laughs> we always we always like that. If it was wrestling, I'd be tagging in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, so you know, this little hurrah here is gonna bring us into our next topic. Pride month. You know, um, we haven't really spoken much about it. I'm, I'm speaking it real. 
just because we pretty much haven't had a lot of time to, to, to really talk about it. You know, just we've had a lot of other stuff going on. And, you know, we had, um, what's what's his name? We had that, that football player that just came out. Yeah, on the Raiders, right? Yeah, yeah, the Raiders guy where he was actually, you know, Bo Jackson came out and was like, hey, that's great. You know, but my, you know, he, he came out and now he's, you know, I guess he's the uh, first openly um, gay football player. I mean, there was. Yeah. It was I, well, actually, maybe not openly. No, I'm sorry. Not the first, but actively. He's the first active openly gay football player, right. which I am. Um, I'm okay with people coming out. You know, I that's never really bothered me. I, I've, you know, I have friends that are gay. I don't, I don't really, how do I put it? Not that I don't care, <laughs> you know, but that, hey, you're gay, you're gay. You know, don't, as long as you know that I, I don't go your way, you know, don't, don't come looking for me in that sense. Want to be friends? We're friends. You know. What yeah, I'm I think I think for somebody like a football player, maybe that coming out is a a statement that in the past it wasn't cool, right? There was a time, I don't know how far back you want to go, right? To the '80s or the '60s oh. or whatever. That society didn't accept and didn't support people that had that struggle. So, um, it's it's I think that's the point of it. it that is that it's not quite normalized yet. Um. Whereas a lot of us are the same way, like, hey, that's cool, whatever, you know, you know, it's, you know, what you do in the bedroom is your thing. Mm -hmm. um, but the reason he has to come out and say it is because there was some oppression, some non-acceptance in the past. And this, maybe this is a, another baby step towards making it okay for people, right? Because the people that aren't famous, then they're struggling with, you know, how do I tell my family or how do I, you know, how do I move about at school? You know how do I, how is it not a hidden, shameful culture? Right. You know, I, so I'm guessing that's you know I, I don't know, but I'm guessing that's kind of what the, the goal of that is. Yeah. No, I think so. I um, I think that um, I mean, as a child, my mom, my mom had a lot of gay friends around. You know, yeah. and obviously when you're still young-minded and you're not you don't really know how to put it not that you don't know what's going on but you don't understand it yeah. and especially i mean i'm i'm 45 so i'm still from that older let's see hold on catherine gay people that know you're not gay will not go after you that's just a fear from a straight person <laughs> you know you know what catherine's right yeah, you know, but at the same time, depending, and and I'm gonna go against you there a minute, because depending on what situation you put yourself in, okay, yeah. and 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 I and I will elaborate on that in a minute, you know. But as a child, I was surrounded by gay people. I didn't understand it, you know. I was like, okay, whatever. They're, to me, they're regular people. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, and to go on to Catherine's comment was i again i had you know this i was what in my mid-20s now at this point had a friend yeah. of mine that that he came out 
you know, and it was his birthday, and he goes, look, for my birthday, I want to go to this bar. Lo and behold, I said, hey, let's go. We ended up in a gay bar. You were the, you were yeah. the wingman. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely the wingman, you know. Or or secret crush. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's testing you. Who knows? No, nah, secret crush, no, because you know what? When he came out, you know, I was very blunt with him, and I told him, I said, look, we're friends. Yeah. But don't you ever try to kiss me. Don't you ever try to touch me inappropriately, because that's not going to happen. Yeah, I told him straight up like Women tell me that all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a fair so, but, yeah, so I ended up in a gay bar with this guy. You know, I mean, there was, I think we were a group of like maybe four guys. You know, I was like, oh, hey, you're my friend. I, you know, you want to go? Let's go. I, I, I didn't care. But, Wait, were the only were the only straight guy out of the four, or what, what was the no? There was well, lo and behold, lo and behold, there was only two of us that were straight. I only okay. knew about one that was gay. Everybody else was gay, but okay. I didn't know that at that time. But whatever, you know what? We we end up at the bar, and I'm just like to myself in a corner because I'm like I'm not hanging here, you know. And well, you start dancing, funny- you might get some attention, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're a good dancer, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So I, I went, I, I, I went to the bartender. I asked for a drink. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna have a drink at least. And I had to drink, and right off the bat, the bartender's like, "You're out of your element." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "You're not gay. What are you doing?" <laughs> you know, Miss <laughs> Captain, you put yourself in that situation. Yes, Catherine. I put myself in that situation. Wait, but the, when the, wasn't the story that you got? You didn't know he was taking you there, so you didn't put yourself in that position. You're a friend. That's right, right, yeah. right. My, right. I, I mean, respect that friend should have at least told you ahead of time. Hey, I'm going to a, a, a gay bar tonight. Do you want to come? And right, yeah. they should have at least. You know what? That. I think I think maybe he assumed I knew. You know, but at the time I was like, yeah, whatever, man. I don't care. You're gay. That's fine. It is what it is. You know, was I think. Was the bar called the uh, Rainbow Parakeet or what was the name of the bar? Oh, dude, I don't remember <laughs> what the name of the bar was. It wasn't a Rainbow Parakeet. It was called the Funny yeah. Banana? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. You know, but, you know, I now, now, nowadays, obviously, it's a, it's a lot more accepted than it was yeah. before. And I think it's a good thing. I mean, look, whatever side you're on, you know, whatever you want to do, you do it and you'd be happy. You just have to respect everybody else, you know, and yeah. their their wants and their needs. You know, because at, at, at the end of the day, you're not going to want to be, you're not going to want to be put in a situation and you're not, you know, where you're coming off the wrong way to somebody. Yeah. And, yeah, I think you know, it's and, real simple of uh, like if, if two people love each other, they want to spend time together, they make each other happy. What do I care? You know, two two dudes want to spend time together. Go for it. You know, like any bother. I mean, it, it could be two dudes. It could be two girls. I mean, it don't matter. Yeah. Oh, you know. <laughs> hey, listen, we, we all have that one. You know. So I mean, it it doesn't really matter. You know, I mean, to me, it's it's right. all right. You know. 
Um, yeah, we're going to do a quick commercial ad, and then we're going to come right back at you guys. Commercial right. Yeah, commercial. Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird unsolved murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com Hey, we're back. So, wait. So, hold on. on. We just played a commercial. Did Joe talk about speaking it real in that commercial? Zach, I know you're back there somewhere. (laughs) All right? We gotta have uh, Joe talk about speaking it real in that commercial, man. What's up with that? So anyway, plug the show. I don't think it plugged the show. I, I gotta look at it. You know, the, right. then again, I wasn't paying much attention to it. <laughs> you know, I just, just don't recall hearing. <laughs> you see, Captain said no. Joe didn't plug the show. <laughs> Damn it, Joe! I gotta talk to Joe about that. You know, no, nah, I mean, look. Works. You know, I look. You know what? Um, in all honesty, I know that. Um, Clovercrest Media, we have over 40 different podcasts um, where, where we talk about sports, politics, social issues. Uh, what else do we have? We got murder mysteries. Um, yeah, just a bunch. <laughs> Why do we need to plug it? It's the hottest show out there. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, you already got to plug it in. Exactly, man. It's, oh wait, am I not supposed to? Should I not? No, swear? no, it's all right. Don't worry okay. about it, man. You, you're, you're free to talk, free to say what you want. We, we don't discriminate. You know, it's one of those where you know what, we're here. Sometimes we get a curse. Sometimes we're not. Gotcha. You know what? Speak it real. Exactly. So you speak <laughs> what's on your mind, man. It's not a problem. Gotcha. So, IKEA in Atlanta. They um. They so-called had a celebration for Juneteenth, right? We all know what Juneteenth is, correct? Yeah. You said the Ikea in Atlanta, right? Yeah, the Ikea in Atlanta. The furniture store. Okay. Correct. Oh, you guys have Ikeas in California? You guys are in California? Oh, yeah, lots. Yeah. Okay, We're in Vegas. We got one in Vegas. Oh, you're in Vegas. Okay, all right. All right. Cool, cool. All right. So they they had a menu uh, for items such as... The only thing on the menu that day was fried chicken, watermelon, <laughs> mac and cheese, and collard greens. Yeah. I'm going to venture off and say that the guy who came up with this is a racist. Yeah. I mean, it sounds delicious. I would, I would eat that. I would eat that whole meal. <laughs> no, you know what? I think, I think it's, I mean, it sounds great. But I think yeah. the I think the whole thing behind it is wrong, you know. And I'm going to give you my take on it. My take on this is when you refer to a person of color or a black person, mm-hmm. all right, you don't call them the N word, okay. But when you start referring to items as fried chicken, watermelon, mac and cheese, and collard greens, you're kind of referring to them, and a lot of the times. 
those one, two, three, four items go hand in hand with being a racist. When you, you know, majority of times of when you put it in contact. And, and so the stereotype that black people like these foods, right? That's the Correct. stereotype that. Correct. That's the stereotype. There you go. You took the words out of my mouth. That's what I was looking for. You know, yeah. so then when, when you use them, and and I'll tell you, I, I know I know people that I no longer associate myself with that will call black people the N-word mm. and will use always a reference, oh yeah, all they all they like is fried chicken, the watermelons, mac and cheese, and collard greens. Mm. That's the end food. And you know what? IKEA, sorry, you're wrong. I wonder if they got someone, if they would have just got like a black uh, manager or black, anybody, anybody to coordinate with them, that would have been hugely kind of a smart thing to do. It kind of, from the, from what I'm seeing on that news article, it looks like mm-hmm. maybe they just had some, some person, um, like a racist kitchen manager that, or somebody working there that has no idea of what the implications of Juneteenth is. And then they're just trying to add their, well, let me ask you guys this. What if on a Chinese New Year, you know, in the cafeteria, they roll out egg rolls and noodles and some wontons? Is that, is that the same thing or is that different somehow? I don't know. I'm um, to me, that'll be different. But I, I think it's all about pers- uh, intention. I know. Intention, I think, right. Uh, intention. I think uh, yeah. some, some people have that saying where... Uh, all, they say bad things start with good intentions. Or what, what's that saying? The, uh, road, the road to hell is is paved with good intentions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you could say if someone at IKEA, some white person's like, "Oh, that black people like uh, uh, fried chicken and collard greens and whatnot." Yeah, it's good intentions. Now, in my opinion, I would think I would not be upset at that white person. Now, if their intentions secretly were to be racist, that would suck. Um, if there's a if there's a if there's a history that one person doing the weird weird wrong racist things there's yeah. probably it starts to color a trend there yeah i mean i um i don't know i mean going on to to the chinese new year food that you said i think that'll be okay cuz you're huh. you're doing a chinese new year you yeah. know so kind of you will get away oh. with that because i don't think that the thing is, is this the the way the way I'm the way I'm going to see it now. You've yeah. had you've had a lot more racism, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I yeah. think that within society in the years, obviously you had you had a you've had a lot more racism towards the black community than what you have, I think, towards the Asian community. Yeah. You know, I mean, okay, that's so if you if you had a dog shaped dessert on that Chinese New Year's meal. Then that that probably crosses the line, right? A dog. <laughs> yeah, if you made dog dog shaped brownies. A dog. I think. Wontons. Or or a cat shape. Yeah. You know, I think I think there you you will be crossing the line. I I, I get what you're saying. Okay, so it's interesting you know? how these social implications are very subtle, because in both situations you're saying, "Hey, this is your day. I'm gonna try to make some food that fits your day." In in the Chinese case, it works. In the in the Juneteenth case, it doesn't work. Um, what about on St. Patrick's Day? You roll out some corned beef and some cabbage, some sauerkraut, right? So would would an Irish guy go, oh, you know, why do you think I like corned beef? 
just because I'm Irish. Right, but you know what? Look, sketchy peasants said it right. You have to live under a rock to not know chicken and watermelon is racist. It's been a term to slander black people for decades. Chicken and watermelon is a black stereotype. And you know what? And he's right. I mean, that's that's always been the the um, the wording to slander black people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I I've heard it. I, I I you know, I hear it every now and then. I and 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 I think it's wrong. I mean. It's, it's like right now, if I say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go to the Chinese restaurant and I'm going to go eat a dog and a cat. Yeah. What, what am I doing? I'm slandering the Asian community. Yeah. Because you know what? For a long time saying, hey, what kind of meat do you, do you eat at a, at a Chinese restaurant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm probably eating a back alley cat or a dog. Yeah. You know? So is it right? No, you know, so, you know, we're coming to those, to those terms of where we have to kind of draw the line. And I think, again, if it's a Chinese new year, we're having, you know, the egg rolls are cool. Right. Egg egg rolls are cool regardless. Any day, (laughs) you know, but I think it's just, it's in the content of how you put it, you know, and in this case, yeah. You know, when you're looking at Juneteenth. Mm, well, you know, you know what strikes my, my curiosity then is, so if you're at the Ikea cafeteria and you want to make some food that celebrates Juneteenth, what, what would be the right answer? If, if you can't do the chicken and watermelon, what would be the right thing to serve? Do you keep your normal menu or is there anything that that celebrates the day? Purple drink? Yeah. Oh, you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You racist. But uh, it's amazing that for IKEA that there's probably multiple managers involved. I would hope I would think a director and then a C level person. Maybe not a C on this one. So maybe you got a couple managers, a director involved, and not one single person said, Hey, don't we think fried chicken and watermelons seems a little bit racist? Not a single person brought it up. Well, they're from Europe, man. They don't know. They're like Swedish, right? Some kind of Swedish, I think. Uh yeah, I don't. Let me look at the article. Mm. Well, apparently they they revised the menu that included collard greens, cornbread, mashed potatoes, and meatloaf. Okay, so this story changed a little bit. Oh. So they so they did revise it a little bit. Okay, which is not too bad, you know. But I think yeah, cornbread's good. But I yeah. think the you know the initial menu is what killed it. Uh, you it's know, Atlanta. you kind of. It was Atlanta. They, they should have known better. <laughs> exactly. Exactly my point. You know, they, they should have known a lot better. You know, so it's kind of. You know, so. So, anyways. Was huh? this the meal? Was this the meal for the uh, public that was walking in looking for furniture? Okay, not not Correct. employee. Okay. No, no, it, it, right. It was for the public and employees. Okay. You see, you know, Sketchy Sketchy Peasant's back and he's one of our biggest supporters here. Good you know, he you. yeah, he he's a hell of a guy. Uh, so I think he's man. actually I think he's actually if I'm not mistaken, I think he's on the West Coast also. Yeah. Hey Sketchy, you're also on the West Coast, correct? So then he, you know, his stuff is soul food would be a better choice. Black eyed peas, candied yams, dry flesh, sweet potatoes, mac and cheese, stewed greens, cabbage, collard greens, kale, mustard, or tur- turnip. You know. So 
The comparison of Asian and Irish celebrities to what IKEA offered in honor of Juneteenth is like comparing apples to oranges. Tanya's New Year's and 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 St. Patrick's Day are cultural celebrations. Juneteenth is not. Mm. Damn. She's right. Elizabeth Garcia put it on there too. So okay, Juneteenth so yeah. Is not a, Juneteenth is not a celebration. It's saying this is a, this is to commemorate that we ended slavery. Is that the Correct. goal of Juneteenth? Okay, yeah. Correct. Right, right. So I mean, I I can get it. I mean, after yeah. seeing Elizabeth's comment, I I you know, she put a a good uh a good twist on it, I guess, and she's she's right. Mm. You know, I I would completely agree with with her comment on that. Yeah, well you spoken. Know, yeah, very, 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 very well spoken. So, you know, I'm actually this weekend. I I'm traveling, and um, I was looking at at plane tickets, um, rental cars, hotels, mm. and I'm not sure how crazy prices are. You know, towards your guys' end of the, you know neck, neck of the woods. You know, but I could tell you that I'm, you know, I'm traveling up north. I'm going towards Rhode Island, and then I'm, I'm actually going to do the show at our studios in Connecticut on on Friday night. Nice. You know, so I was like, you know what? Might as well. I'm. They're only an hour away, about an hour, fifteen, hour and a half, more or less. You know what? Why not? So I'm looking at everything, and my plane ticket was cheaper. To fly round trip to fly, then my rental car for two days. Ooh. My rental car is about is what is a hundred and twenty dollars a day. Damn! Did you get the Cadillac, dude, or what? <laughs> no, I got the cheapest one. <laughs> okay, the cheapest one was an SUV. It was a mid-sized SUV. The economy oh, okay. cars are like two hundred oh. some dollars. Oh, wow. it is freaking nuts. Hmm. You know the 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 hotel rooms. Like I I found what I think I'm staying at a Motel Six. Mm -hmm. I was like I, I I don't need something crazy. I just need a place to, to sleep at night and yeah. be out the next morning. But that the hotel was eighty bucks a night, mm. which is not too bad. I can handle that. Right. But what kills me is. The car, really? Yeah. You know, it's, and I don't know why. I mean, I know that I, I used to rent cars all the time. I have um, I have a son that lived five hours away from me, so whenever I go see him or go pick him up and bring him back to Miami, I rent a car and come back. And the car was what with with insurance and everything else mm -hmm. was maybe sixty dollars. Yeah, I remember you used to be able to get a rental car like the cheapy for 35 bucks. It's about a normal rate, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, Sketchy. Everyone wants to travel now in businesses and take advantage of it. Frank, you better work some overtime at the car wash to pay for your trip. Just so you have an understanding, the car wash is a running joke. All right, when I first met Joe, the, the owner of CMG, you know, we we had a running joke on one of the shows that he met me at a car wash. Ah. So, my my wonderful friends at CMG and majority of the fans that are part of the CMG network know me as Frank the car wash guy for some reason. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> they even made a commercial. <laughs> All right. With Frank the car wash. Hey, Zach, you got the commercial around? Watch it. <laughs> so you can check it out. No, you're going to laugh your ass off. I think I think he still has it. Zach, do you have it so you can play it right quick? Or do you want me to look for it? Hold on. Let's see. Let me see if I find it. I mean, it was I'm funny. Man. So, somebody got to work a car wash, you know? Oh, no, no. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I don't think we got it. No, they took it down. These people. Oh, you got censored from your car wash? Uh... No, <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> no, we, we don't have it. <laughs> you, you can't live stream it because you have your shirt off or something? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, uh, I think that was a picture of me. Oh, they took it. No, but I think um, we took it down. Uh, we took it off our, our broadcast list. But yeah, that's, that, that was funny. But I guess... Uh, Zach took it down. So, oh, well, Zach, if you find it, just send us a message right quick and we'll go ahead and play it. But so, yeah, Frank, Frank from the car wash. So, you know, those those are rental prices and how we got that. I don't know. I, I believe you know. I know part of the answer. Um, so we had coronavirus, right? So these rental car companies couldn't rent out cars while everybody was staying home. So they tried to, like, sell off their fleets. They're like, we ain't making any money renting. So let's let's unload all these cars. At least make money selling. Oh our yeah, fleet. I remember the news on that. Right. So they sold out their fleet, and then we get we're kind of coming out of coronavirus now, right? So everybody's out traveling again, and um, there's a, a microchip shortage in Taiwan. Well, so all the microchips that a majority of microchips are made in Taiwan. Semiconductors. Semiconductors, computer parts. So Taiwan scaled back, thinking, hey, coronavirus, we're gonna. We're going to cut down our production, but it turns out people wanted more electronics than before. They got stimulus checks and they, and they need more computers around the house. So you have a mismatch in supply demand. So it turns out our new cars have a lot of computers and chips and semiconductors in them. So there are new car factories like Ford is having a lot of trouble. They can build thousands and thousands of trucks, but they don't have the computer parts to put in them. So now the car lots are can't sell new cars. The rental fleets have sold off all their old cars. They can't buy enough new cars to replace, to rent out. And in fact, over by our place here in Vegas, there's uh, some car dealerships by the freeway. And you look at their lots and the lots look pretty, you know, the, you got a car and then about four spaces and another car. It's usually car lots are packed full, right? These car lots over here, they're about a quarter or a third full. A third, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of empty spaces over there. So it's a weird, you know, kind of side effect of our, you know, coronavirus world lockdown and pandemic. Uh, the thing the thing is we have a shortage of cars that the rental companies can't, they can't buy new cars to replace the fleets that they sold off, I believe, is most of the answer to that. You know, I think that makes perfect sense. Mm. That makes perfect sense as to why these prices are out of control yeah but you know but you know after you drive the car you gotta take it to the car wash check it out do you have an old dirty car is it covered in pollen or mud or does it just look gross 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 if so we got you covered Straight out of Clearwater, Florida, it's Frank's Car Wash. 
owned by Frank Cuesta, the number one guy for all your car washing needs in the greater Florida area. So if your car is muddy, if it's covered in pollen, or it's just nasty, gross, in need of a deep clean, don't go anywhere else. Oh, yeah. That's so clean. Frank's prices are truly unbeatable. They're the best in Florida. When you're feeling dirty, check out Frank's Car Wash. When you're feeling dirty, check check out Frank's Car Wash. <laughs> you see, you see what my buddies did to me at CMG. Look, yeah. they they played that yesterday on. I mean, I'm sorry, last week on me, just straight out out of, out of the blue. I had no idea that even went on. And you know, we normally we normally do like maybe one commercial break, like you know, midway through the show, and we go forward. But you know. Before the show, Zach was like, hey, you know, we, we got to do some commercials, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, sure, fine, no problem. Look, let's do this. We'll, you know, how many commercials we got to run? Three? No problem. We'll do them every 15 minutes. No big deal. You know, and then he's like, no, no. And, I mean, we started talking about things. We got too, we got very wrapped up in what we were talking about. And Zach's like, hey, we got to go to commercial. I was like, yeah. okay, go. When I saw that commercial, <laughs> part of me wanted to kill him. The other, the other part of me was just laughing my ass off because <laughs> I could not believe that they wasted so much time okay, on a running joke, a car wash joke. Hey, I think they made you look good, man. That was a good commercial. Oh, you know what? They made me look good. I just, you know, now they, they've actually made me want to open up a, a freaking car wash. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, hell. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, thanks to these wonderful people here at uh, at CMG for providing that wonderful commercial of Frank and his car wash. So, um, now that everything is opening up, you know, after, I'm not, I'm not going to say after COVID because COVID is obviously not done and I think COVID is not going to go away for a long time. You know, but after the hard hit pandemic that we've had, mm-hmm. I think we're kind of, we're obviously over the hill right now, and we're probably coming down, and we'll probably get to the like this eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of people have been having a separation anxiety type. You know, where I could tell you that I still don't do much. You know, I like to mm-hmm. keep my kids close to me, as to too far away. You know, I don't know how. I mean, have you guys opened up completely over there yet, or no? Vegas is open about a hundred percent now. Yeah, you come to Vegas, you wouldn't know anything was different. Um, right? Yeah, I think. Those, yeah, supermarkets. You go down to the strip to a casino, and anywhere you go in town, I mean, you might see one out of a hundred people still wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, presumably most people are vaccinated or already had COVID or. You know, are choosing to to take that risk. Um, so it's, but as far as just walking around looking, you, you couldn't tell uh, anything was different here. You know, if if you jumped in a time machine, you know, or or you didn't know what day it was, you wouldn't be able to tell. It's it we're just coming out of pandemic. Right. Days. So. Yeah, I mean, so. Miami, like out here in Miami, um, we never really shut down. 
Mm. You know, we we had a curfew in effect mm-hmm. where between 12 to 6 o'clock in the morning, you, you're not supposed to be in the streets. Mm. Um, cops didn't really enforce it, mm. you know, but that was supposed to be, you weren't, we weren't supposed to be on. Um, businesses down in South Beach had to be closed by, I think, 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm sorry, no. They had to be closed by 11 o'clock at night was the latest time that could be open. Yeah. You know, but as far, yeah, but as far as us closing down, we never really did. The salsa yeah. dancing must continue. Yes, yes, yes. South Beach is just, <laughs> for me nowadays, it's just too chaotic. I wouldn't even bother with it. Um, and that's what it is. I mean, so on that article, is it the separate separation anxiety? Is that the since parents and kids have been together at home so much, and now that the kids are going back to school, oh, so I the see. parents are getting separation anxiety? Is that what the the article was? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about just the parents having you know separation anxiety from the kids. I mean, at least oh. from right, yeah. It's it's pretty much in most cases, parent anxiety will be temporary as they get used to time apart from their kids again. That's what it is. You spend so so much time with the people in your household. Now it's like okay, or especially your kids. Right, you love them. You know, right? Of course. I mean, look, I'm one that my son stayed home for a little. You know, for at the beginning of the school year, because I was like, you know what? We know that he's, you know, he's had the he has asthma. You know, he's had the, the breathing issues as a child. That you know, we you know, so we're kind of all right. You know what? Let's keep him home. But what's trying to happen to him? My son has always been a straight A and B student. Mm. Okay. And his grades just start going like this, tumbling, uh, tumbling. Yeah. You know, and he was having a hard time adjusting to online schooling. Yeah. So I spoke to his mom and I'm like, look, or actually we spoke and we're like, we got to put him into back into regular school. Mm-hmm. Let's see how it goes, and let's just hopefully he does what he has to do, and he wears his mask, yeah. and he doesn't get sick. You know, it's 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 all you could do nowadays. Yeah, you know, because if you if you do everything you can to avoid the virus, then there's some trade off. You know, somewhere there's a trade off. You're sacrificing something else, and in this case, you're saying, "Hey, is it worth sacrificing my son's academic career?" over some small chance right well whatever you believe it to be yeah right i mean in his case it was more of he was having more anxiety because Mm -hmm. he knows what he could do academically yeah and he wasn't he wasn't there he wasn't not that he wasn't getting it but he wasn't doing it Mm -hmm. so he wasn't reaching his full his full potential yeah. So this plays a factor. As yeah. you know, when when you're when you're used to always being an A student or you know, B student or A and, and an A and B student, and then you're doing things and it's just you're mediocre. Yeah. And when you have a child that's on that smart spectrum, because that's what I call him, he's super smart. And I don't say it because he's my son, he's just he's smart. And he's here. And now he's down here, but he wants to be here, and he can't get here. So yeah. in here, 
and you're in your mind, it screws with you, it messes with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's mentally he was having those issues where it was, I can't breathe. <sighs> you know, and his, you know, a lot of the times he was actually at his grandmother's. And, you know, she's an older lady, great lady, but she's older. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, I'm at work. I can't do much right now. Mm-hmm. If he's that bad off, call 911. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing you can do. Call 911. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, call 911. Let's see what they say. If they're going to take him somewhere, I'll leave work. If not, it's not going to happen. So, so I, his, his anxiety about his uh, declining grades caused him to kind of have breathing troubles? Is that what you're saying? Is um, his, He just started having anxieties because his grades were dropping. Yeah. So he was, he was, you know, just hyperventilating, very, very yeah. antsy, very, my God, you know, what am I doing? You know, but so when we put him back in school, yeah, where he was surrounded by others, mm-hmm. you saw where his grades started coming back up. Yeah. You know, so it was, you know, like I mentioned to his mom, hey, look, we put him in. As long as he's doing what he has to do and he protects himself. Mm hmm. Hopefully he doesn't get sick. And if he does, we deal with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I didn't, you know, the only places I went to were the grocery store. Because I had, I had I had to do groceries. Gotta eat. You know, Everybody. Exactly. Of course. To work. Because yeah. my work, my job did not allow me to, to work from home. Even though I can, but it, it, they didn't allow me to because they just said no. Yeah, Got to make money to eat. Right, and <laughs> and I will go to, to to a friend's house, which I knew that they were safe, and I knew they were safe. How? Because they all work from home, mm. and the only thing they did was go to the grocery store. That's it. And you know what? I could say that I never got COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, I I masked up. I I did end up in a situation. Where I'm surprised I didn't get it. Oh. Oh yeah. I I spent four hours with my mother in a car. Yeah. My and my mom had COVID. Ah, I got you. We didn't know that. Yeah. We found out the next day. Because mm-hmm. my mom's like, I wasn't, you know, my mom wasn't feeling well. She went, went to the doctor. Yeah. They gave her they gave her the test and she's like, I got COVID. Mm. Like okay, guess what? This one didn't get it. Yeah. Nor my wife. Mm. You, you know, know, I've heard um, I've heard a lot of examples where um, a a person will get COVID and their spouse, who is presumably in the house with them and sleeping in the same bed, and like there's nobody you're more in- intimate with than your spouse. Right. Like it, the the spouse didn't get it. I've heard several just people I know. You know, several cases of where one spouse got it and the other didn't, and it's it's so confusing to me because presumably you got it from somebody else that you weren't even as intimate as, as with your spouse. So the there's so many variables and so many question marks that it it makes it so hard to understand and hard to prepare for and deal with. That it's like, man, that makes no sense to me. If if you got it from somebody, some stranger at supermarket or wherever you were, or you know, if you were partying at a pool or however you got it. Mm-hmm. Presumably, whoever that was wasn't even as close to you as the person you go to sleep next to. So that's so strange to me 
how that that worked out and i saw several instances of it so it, it confuses the hell out of me that I, I just don't get it yeah yeah. i mean like liz said it my husband and i got covid but my kids did not yeah and she's right you know it's mm -hmm. it's one of those where it hits everyone I don't all differently correct i mean i again i was i was very surprised that me hanging out with my mom i didn't get it because i and i'll tell you around you know we we got to a point that around our family or actually me me not we, yeah. mainly me you know since i knew my mom took care of herself i was like i'm not gonna mask up around my mother i'm not gonna do that mm -hmm. yeah and then when she ended up with it i was like what mm. you know and i was around other people at, at certain points where they ended up with COVID, and I'm like, "Why? Yeah. How? I, you know, never got me." Yeah, you know gonna, why? Oh, go go ahead, go ahead and finish your point, and then I'll add something. You know why? I don't know. I I, I don't. You know that's the one thing about COVID that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, adding uh, jumping back to that uh, story about with your kids and his grades going down and whatnot. I spoke with a mom that. Her kid, I think, was five or six years old. Mm -hmm. And so the kid had to be homeschooled thereafter because of the COVID thing. But that mom, in this case, she said she noticed her kid was learning better at home, oddly, for whatever reason. So the mom made sure that the kid had a dedicated room, made sure the kid was not during um, education hours. The kid was not leaving the room and playing with the toys and or bothering her mom working. The mom was able to work at home and the mom noticed, like, holy crap, my kid like the whatever in that last six months, like that kid was learning a whole lot. So then it was funny because I asked her, I was like, so do you want your kid to stay at home? And the mom was like, well, I kind of like it when she's at school. So I got my time. <laughs> but she's like, it was undoubtable for her that her kid was definitely learning. It seemed like her kid was learning faster at home. So it's weird how your kid, her kid, just the differences, COVID from your mom, you, I mean, all, everything is so different for everyone. Oh, no, definitely. Look, the kid's learning you know, at, at home or at school, I think actually it all depends on the kids. I mean, um, let's see, Liz says one of my kids does better in school and the other focuses better virtual. Correct. I mean, that's what goes on in my house. I mean, my stepdaughter, Yeah. you know, when it comes down to going to school, she hates going to school. Yeah. She's what? She's going to be, I can believe, a junior. In, yeah, she's going to be a junior in high school. Well, maybe she is, and not just to be a senior. I, I'm gonna keep trying, but <laughs> yeah, I, no, yeah, she's doing good. I mean, through through no, actually, she, she she's gonna be a junior in high school. Okay, because my nephew's gonna be a senior, I believe. I think Liz can answer me that one. Every kid is different, there's differently, but I believe they all need social interaction. Yeah. She's absolutely yeah, correct. That's a great point. Yeah, you know. Better be in school instead of being home, especially K through five grades. Ovi, oh, Ovi's actually part of the he's the HHW show host, the hard hitting wrestling show oh, okay. that I that we normally do on on Wednesday nights at eight o'clock. Yeah, so so okay, so then my stepdaughter's gonna be actually freshman sophomore. She's gonna be a junior, I believe. So either way, but she um Liz has confirmation, junior. Yeah. So so what happens? Her going to school, her grades are horrible. Yeah. 
Mm. We, we would fight with her to get her to go to school. Yeah, there's Catherine. Ka Catherine's the mom. You see, so <laughs> thank goodness I was right. So, you know, to get her to get Close her to call, go to Frank. Let's go. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you know, so to get her to go to school and had, keep her grades up was horrible. We had a hard time with that. But her doing schooling from home, her grades were fine. They're good. You know, we, we expected her to. I mean, I honestly thought, and I know that I'm going to get shit for it later on when I go back upstairs, but I thought Juliana was going to bomb. Uh. You know, I, th I thought she was going to bomb because I was like, nah, she does horrible at going to school at home. She's going to bomb. Mm. And you know what? She did surprisingly, she, she surprised me. I was yeah. super, you know, I am I, as proud as I could be of her. Yeah, you know, and and I'm glad that she did the right thing, you know. But like again, going back to to my son, is at home he was horrible. At school he did good. Now what happens? I'm not, you know, out here at least when you went, when you go to, when you're at school learning, if someone in your class has COVID, guess what? You get sent home for two weeks. Oh, so he would have to do schooling for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So it started happening on a regular basis, where he'll go to class, he'll go to school. The following week, you get a phone call right in the morning. Hey, uh, please know that we gotta keep your son home because COVID. So someone in his class had COVID. Blah blah blah. He can't come home. He can't come to school for the two weeks. Like, okay, that was happening once a month. Mm, now, what he's, oh, it's very disruptive. You know, his grades just do, did this all, you know, all yeah. school year. When, you know, when I, and I've never been the type of parent that I'm going to look at his work every single day. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to do that. I, I believe school is his responsibility. And if he does bad, he's going to pay the consequences. Mm. You know, whatever it is, whether it's, you gotta go to summer school, whether you get grounded, you know, or whatnot. You know, I, I just I, I would spot check him. I would I wouldn't go through his books every single day. I refuse no, to do that. Just tell him, hey, look, man, if you don't do good in school, you're gonna end up working in a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what the scientist job? Are you, are you and Frank's exactly. car wash only pays minimum wage, too. <laughs> <laughs> so so you know what happens that this last semester of school he was home probably the last month pretty much i think he went to school the last three weeks of school and his grades really took a tumble and i just i go to him i said hey what are you doing and he comes back he goes don't worry about it i'm like what do you mean don't worry about it he goes my grades are all going to come up and he goes i will end the semester with at least all b's I'm like, you better be right. <laughs> because you're going to be in deep shit. <laughs> and we're talking about that. In history, he had an F. Uh oh. Science, he had a D. And which arts, he had a D. He had D's and F's. Mm. That was that and, and a part of that was my fault for not checking it either. You know? Mm. And um, I was like, all right, 
we're gonna have and i just started checking them every day at that point because i'm like look you're not i told him i said your grades don't come up you're going to summer school i don't care and he's like no because <laughs> no kid wants to go to summer school well, you that, know, sounds, so, that sounds like you're a great parent though because you saw hey your kid's struggling a little bit so you stepped up your effort so oh well you have to yeah. as, as a parent you have to do that you know yeah. and and you know what that that little shit ended up with all bees <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your it's, help right <laughs> yeah well he ended up going right back to school yeah you know so i mean at the end of, at, at the end of it it is what it is and yeah. he got lucky that he didn't have to go to summer school <laughs> you know so it's hey can't complain you know let's see yeah. let's see what does uh list say and she and she and she probably hits it he's too smart for his own good he slacks off and and then knows exactly <laughs> what he needs to do to bring him up liz liz is my sister so if there's anyone yes. that if there's anyone that knows him better than than me and his mother will be her he he, yeah. he spent plenty of time with her you know um and that's pretty much it you know i mean COVID's, I think, been a, a learning experience for everybody, you know? Yeah, so it seems like uh, different kids learn different, you know, perform differently in different situations, and um, this separation anxiety that we started with, it seems like we've gotten used to a new way of doing things, and if then you got to change again, then that's that's hard for people to change all the time, right? Oh, and to not have a routine or to know what to expect, you know, it's, hey, here's, let's throw another wild card at you. And see how you handle life again. Well, yeah, I think um, we have to have, you know, routines. And when yeah. you kind of step out of that routine and you're stuck doing the same thing for so long, when you go back to the regular norm, mm -hmm. you feel different. Mm -hmm. You know, and I will, it will be hard to transition on the next school year. I think Ovi is completely right. I think next school year, you know, depending on where you're at and what, and no, you know, it's not depending because I think every, I think every single school is going to be open, mm -hmm. and you know, I think maybe some kids might still be able to get away with online learning. You know, let's see, what does Irene say? I refuse to go back to the <laughs> office. Irene, yeah. let me ask you a question though. I get that you refuse to go back to the office, but. What happens if your job says you have to go back to the office? Why do you refuse to go back to the office? Have you been vaccinated? Have you not been vaccinated? Have you taken care of yourself? Or do you not take care of yourself? So Frank, Frank didn't deep here. He's going to find out. Your well, situation. well, you know what? You know what? Look, I, I know Irene personally. I used to work with her. Yeah. I think she's, I think she's a great person, but at the end of the day, when you, I will quit. Okay. But Irene, why will you quit? why not go back why not go back to the office what 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 are the reasons you know it's it's simple okay you're vaccinated so mm -hmm. why not go back to the office i you know that's that's my thing i mean okay you're vaccinated you're telling me that you're not going to go back to the office why not yeah, it looks like some people want to go back to the office, though. So it's interesting. Just like kids do different, do better in different environments, it looks like adults we also do better in different environments too, right? Right. Well, the driving time. Well, I, well, Irene, 
let me ask you a question though. Okay, the driving time, but when you first took that job, you, you knew about the, the the driving time. So what's the difference now? Mm-hmm. Right, because she's probably comfortable at home. I mean, look, who's not comfortable at home? I mean, when, <laughs> when, when I'm allowed to work from home, guess what? I stay in my boxes all day and then I'm wearing, and I'm not even wearing a shirt. You know, I'm walking around my house barefoot and just, I got to work, no big deal. Just jump on my computer, blah, 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 and I do my job. Of course I'm more comfortable at home. Do, Wait, do, you go, we, do you go out huh? in the front driveway and wash a car, or is that different? <laughs> That's once a week. <laughs> once, once a week. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, God damn it. Joe, 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 the car wash. What the hell did I just start here? <laughs> you know, but you know, um, yeah. I think it just really all depends on. Let's see, what did Catherine say here? Catherine said, I was getting super depressed at home. I went back to work in February. Um, yes, I think, but I think Catherine's situation was a little different than majority of everybody else's um, situation. Mm. You know, Catherine is a cancer survivor. She, you know, yeah. So, yeah. So for her, we found out she had cancer right when the pandemic started. So for her, it kind of, it worked out. Yeah. I mean, it worked out in a sense where she was able to work from home. Not a big deal. You know, she, she did everything that she had to do. Yeah. You know, and she's cancer free now, you know, so, so for her in that case, you know, staying at home for her was playing with your mind here. Yeah. So obviously, it's good to drive to work. So Irene says here the winter is brutal. Driving in the snow is not fun. Okay, I understand that. But before working at home, before the pandemic, you drove to work. Where are we at? Just because driving is brutal. Okay, fine. You know what? Your job says you have to go to the office. You're going to quit. All right, quit. Then who, 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 who's going to pay your bills? But either way, it is what it is. Maybe she um, can start an OnlyFans thing and make some money that way. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was, oh, that God. Wasn't meant to be offensive. But there's so much online work nowadays. <laughs> oh, there is. There is. There is. There is. Wait, only fans. fans let you work from home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's gosh. a can of worms. You just open <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? On that note, if you are, <laughs> yes, it's different. But Denver COVID stay home is a reminder of the moment in her life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It could be. But you know what? We're going to leave that right there. We're going to leave OnlyFans over, over there. Yeah, you know, you guys have any final words? Cancer sucks. Great job beating it. You know, there's no good way to get cancer, so it's no, there's not at any time. Yeah, so that's great that she's surviving and and beating it. So that's fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, so we've come to the end of our show for today. You know, I want to thank you guys for being on. Yeah, thank you, Frank. No, thank you. No, anytime. You know, it's it's been fun. You know. I you love your viewers all. sending in messages. That, that's so cool to have them interact. Yeah, we actually we we actually drive on that. You know, we we have um we we engage you guys over yes, they are, they're great. We all uh, we we tend to engage with our audience on a regular show basis. 
you know, yeah. the, the fact that we're able to, you know, we go live and, you know, what they, they start chiming in on our topics. You know, again, some nights are better than others. You know, yeah. tonight's been a good night. You know, Grace, thank you. Thank you. You know, so hey, you know what? Everybody liked the show. I mean, hey, we're going to bring you guys back on anytime you want, pretty. You know, awesome. We, you know, between my co host and I, we, we normally, you know, you guys want to come on. You guys have anything you want to talk about? You know what? Just bring it on. We'll talk about it. You know, at, at the end, what do we, what do we promote? Hey, look, you know what, Lian? You you actually have a question here for you. Oh, what do I know about wrestling? Back in uh, gosh, uh, nineteen ninety four and ninety six is when I was watching a lot and playing a lot of the WWE games. I uh, I played WWE games so much <laughs> that Emmett's laughing because he remembers how much time I would spend playing. Uh, I mean, all the way back to depending on how much you know, Ovi. Uh, back to Scott's Scott Steiner days. Uh, uh, no, he might be asking about Olympic wrestling, where you wear the awesome uh, oh. unitard. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, back when uh, the uh, the Rock was uh, the big thing, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So just watching, I don't know anything other than that. Um, just playing the video games and just being a fan when I was probably at the age of uh, fourteen. 14, 15 yeah. don't, years Don't old. trust your manager if you're in the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> they always turn on you at some point or another, right? Yeah, they, they come yeah. and get your girlfriend or something. I don't know how the story goes, but... <laughs> I missed... Oh, yeah, the yeah. logo. It's just our... Uh, the logo is um, just my... Uh, the show name, which is Talks with Limley. Yeah. Different kind of well, show, I, but... Uh, well, I, I'll tell you why uh, Liz is asking. Liz actually has her own uh, business where she does logos. She actually uh, did um, a shirt for us for the hard hitting wrestling show, you know. So if you guys ever need a logo, you know, you could always reach out to her, you know, okay. and stuff like that. You know, she does t-shirts, mugs, all that wonderful stuff. Yeah. Oh, she's saying you your know? logo is trash. She could do way better. <laughs> 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 uh, to answer Zach's question, um, you could just Google it, uh, Talks with Lim Lee, and you'll find all the platforms: uh, YouTube, Spotify, Pandora, Google, Google uh, Podcasts. It's on TikTok Apple, too. Holy Apple Podcasts, TikTok. YouTube shorts, everything. Yeah. Oh, wow. You guys are on TikTok? How's that work with TikTok? I, 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 so I haven't ventured off to TikTok yet. So my little secret for, for you guys, or if you use it in this way, is uh, it's a ten, I think it's a 10,001 thing where it's advertising. You're going to put a TikTok video, and you're going to try to get 10,000 views. And for every 10,000, I don't know if these are the numbers. I'm just throwing it out there. For every 10,000 views, you might get one subscriber. But the views, they come a lot quicker through TikTok and YouTube Shorts. So just make a 30-second clip, one-minute clip, and try to post it up every week. Um, I, 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 it seems to work for podcasts, from my understanding. And I only recently just started. So uh, if, if you could do that for yourself, it may, it may work. Um, Is it like if there's a 30-second you know, part of Frank's show that's like the, most, the best nugget of knowledge or the funniest you know, little part that would kind of grab somebody's attention for 30 seconds or a minute? And then, uh -huh. you know, that kind of just scrolls on TikTok and people see it and they see it and they see it. And gotcha. you know, oh, yeah. it's pretty cool. I might want to go check out his other, you know, I might want to see his right. whole show. Right. 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 Yeah, right, I, wanna, right, right, right. I say 10,000 to one because I, I think that um, probably YouTube, it's probably like a thousand to one. Maybe if you get a thousand views, you probably get at least one subscriber. But mm -hmm. TikToks, it's harder. But I mean, it, I mean, if you already have the video footage, if you're able to cut it, 
It for me, I do my own video editing. It takes a lot of time, a lot of time, a lot of time. <laughs> but uh, well, just just cut it up, throw it on TikTok, throw it on YouTube Shorts. They're the same thing, and you get some extra views and get some extra subscribers. Right, 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 right. Okay, all right, all right. Or, or nice. you're a good dance. If you got good dance moves, you can <laughs> throw a dance on TikTok. <laughs> Show us a oh, move, Frank. <laughs> no, that's not gonna happen. That definitely won't happen. I mean, you could ask. I'm not sure if Catherine's still watching, but I, I, I'm sure she hears me. I mean, our house is not that big, so I'm sure she hears me. Uh, there's Catherine. Good idea. Catherine, am I much of a dancer? <laughs> Get him drunk and and they will... <laughs> Oh, gosh. Here go my buddies. Look out. <laughs> oh, gosh. It'll be worse, worse I'm going to assume. Yeah. Okay, damn, Captain Frank's dancing <laughs> at the go. car wash for getting a million yeah. views. Ching. Oh, ching, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we all know he can't dance. You see, look, my sister said it perfect. My sister's my twin. The person that's known me the longest. We all know he can't dance. There uh, we go. Yeah. That's that. are great, man. Your, your crowd is awesome. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Hey, but you know what? Speaking of real is brought to you guys by Clovercrest Media. Go check them out. They have over 40 different podcasts, you know, ranging from sports, politics, murder, you name it. We probably have it. All right. <laughs> so come check us out, clovercrestmedia.com. You might not agree with what we're speaking, or you might agree with what we're speaking. But at the end of the night or the day, whichever way you look at it, we are speaking it real. Always speak the truth and keep it real. We'll see you guys on Friday. Thank you for joining. Everybody, we're here. We're still here. We'll be back June 5th. No, June 5th, July 5th. See, I'm already Yeah, July 5th. Excited for July 5th because we do have a lot of stuff in store for people. It's going to be really good. We've got Independence Day to talk about. Oh, yes. We've got Father's Day to talk about. Oh, yeah. We've got Juneteenth to talk about. What's that? Ah! Just kidding. And, of course, back to our regular politics, presidential things. You know, Biden, he's been kicking under the rug a little bit. He got his first little uh, angry, aggressive take on the media. So we're going to be digging into that. And, of course, Kamala's beautiful rendition of how beautiful Juneteenth is. We'll we'll be getting to that. So make sure you guys stick around. We had, don't count us out yet. Season two is coming, and I promise you it's better than ever. Plus, my favorite bit. I'll, pi- uh, I'll piss you off shortly. Yep. That's racist. Love it. Make sure you guys are here. June, July 5th. I keep saying June. Damn it. July 5th, July 5th, July 5th, Monday night, 8 p.m. Me and Joe will piss you off shortly. Season two. Season two. Peace.